warmest of greetings to you and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is... Hi, my name's Rob, and I'm a Key Stage 2 teacher, currently working in Year 4, and I've had the chance and the opportunity to work in Key Stage 1 and Foundation as well. And today we are exploring English learning outcomes with the legend of the founding of Rome. To listen to the story, download our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or, better still, search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Romulus and Remus. There you can sign up to become an epic educator, which will let you stream a video of me telling the story for your children, and get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the dramatically adept Dave Hingley. There you can also download the full audiobook at any time and even pick up some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Rob here. And how are you going to explore uh, some literacy themes with the... Well, let, let's let's start with the older bunch um, this time, ages 7 to 11. Um, just because I know you, Rob, I know you um, love to weave drama into your <laughs> literacy lessons as, as often as possible. And I'm keen to see how you've uh, done that here. Uh, absolutely. I think uh, stories are not just there to be read, but they would be retold orally and then if you think about theater tv film those are all stories which have been brought to life and Mm -hmm. and this is a story which could very easily be brought to life and i would use that as like a a unit and say okay we're going to create a version of this story which is acted out to do that we need to know what people are going to say how are we going to do that play script so Mm -hmm. then you look at the, the literacy conventions for how to write play scripts things like do speech marks, how do we shade stage directions, and then give groups of children different parts of the story to act out, film it or record it in some way. A good way of getting children to think about parts of the story is using freeze frames. Say, okay, Mm. freeze in part of the story and then get the other children to try and work out where you are in the story. Um, Uh So yeah, there's a whole load of at least a week's worth of literacy around that which is more than just okay we're going to write a play script to give it Definitely. to give it an end result as well gives it more purpose and up to the point where you started bringing in things like film and tv i guess you could also say that this is wrapped up in the history of it all because the romans were some of the first theatre creators weren't they and they the very first theatre that we had were the roman myths legends and histories that they would um perform in their amphitheatres so you could you could even bring it into the whole exploration of history if you if you're quite a harsh director as well you could say look these are the stories which have been performed for thousands of years don't mess it up (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say, yeah, if you're a harsh director, you can threaten them with being fed to the lions. <laughs> <laughs> well, or the wolves in this case. Or the wolves. <laughs> yeah. And of course, another um, big form of art back in those days was reciting poetry. Could you have a go at exploring you know, the idea of turning the story into a poem and reciting it back that way? You definitely could. I think that because of the nature of the story, it lends itself to an epic tale. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. So <laughs> I mean, it's a it is a saga. You could look at different sagas from history. You could look at the Iliad, the Odyssey. You could look at Beowulf, mm-hmm. how they're written, what they look like, and then say, okay, here's the story of Romulus and Remus. Have a go at creating that. You could look at the people who came after us, the Anglo-Saxons and the Vikings and how they had, like the poets were respected mm-hmm. members of the, the court per se because of their ability to weave a story. And your job is to weave a story that can be told and remembered to mm-hmm. your audience here, the rest of the class or the royal court or whoever you want your class to be. And am I right in thinking the main difference between doing this with the 7 to 11 age range and doing it with younger children would simply be that that recording aspect and you know how much of it would actually end up on paper? So you, you could do the same sort of thing, couldn't you? You could turn it into a play with the younger children ages 4 to 7. You just maybe would direct it a little bit more yourself, maybe wouldn't necessarily get them to script it. Definitely. I know that we, I've worked in classes in foundation where, as a team, we've looked at stories and we've broken it down into pictures mm. to rep like an icon to represent what's happening in that part of the story, and then practice retelling the story using those pictures to help structure it, which is a a method that could definitely be used for this story. So that's like one recording for the whole class, which they can then relate to. You put hands actions to it or body actions just mm-hmm. to build in the repetition of what you're saying. And then, yeah, they can pick up and remember the story and how to perform it just by looking at some pictures. And those pictures hold the significance the same way that these words do. Mm-hmm. And if you, yeah. if you were really switched on with your four to seven-year-olds, you could mention the ancient Egyptians there as well uh-huh. with their use of symbols and pictures rather than words. But that might be a bridge too far. Uh, well, it's the same part of the world, so they, they do cross over in a few places. They definitely do. If we um, stick in the four to seven bracket now, though, um, what ideas had you come up with specifically for that age range? I came up with a couple of ideas. One of them was to think about how you would use sentence openers, especially which is a key stage one target. And I would do that through exploring a day in the life of the boys or loop of the wolf or the shepherd hmm. so retell it like almost like a diary entry in effect okay oh today i found a she-wolf looking after two children and how you felt about it and things like that but you would look at mm-hmm. different ways to open your sentences to show time manner place so the adverb uh, structure of the sentences there are some fantastic adjectives in this story as well and a really good way to get the children to explore how you could use those adjectives especially when describing characters is to create um, a card of some kind for one of the characters for example a mother's day card for looper the wolf from romulus and remus oh, yeah. um, saying oh your your hair is so 
glossy and beautiful and your coat is so shiny <laughs> and your your nose is so wet and things like that so get them to really explore the 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 descriptive language mm-hmm. and how how you could use that to paint the picture of what someone looks like but also to in a, like a, a celebratory way as well mm. and uh, i suppose like a, a father's day card for faustulus absolutely yeah if they worked out that uh, numitor was he a prince or king numitor uh, well he yeah former king yeah former king numitor then they could write a birthday card to him or probably not a mm-hmm. christmas card because that hadn't been invented yet but <laughs> <laughs> not quite <laughs> but yeah i mean writing to any of the other characters in a card form with the mm-hmm. use of their adjectives to show how you feel about them or what they mean to you as well would be a good way to develop their their vocabulary as well as their understanding of how you talk to different people. Absolutely. What I love about all of these ideas, both the, the diary entries and the dramatizing is that you're encouraging children to explore different perspectives and what it means to um, have a, a a different outlook from yourself so you're improving their emotional literacy at the same time aren't you yes definitely um we do um, at school quite a lot of work with uh, mantle of the expert where uh-huh. you explore your learning through stories and quite a lot of that is done through one viewpoint but then we say okay how would somebody else view this so mm. in the past with foundation stage and year one we've looked at fairy tales um for example jack and the beanstalk and it's explored from Jack's point of view, but then say, hang on, how does the giant feel if mm. all of these things are being taken from them? So yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it, it works really well, and the children enjoy seeing it from a different point of view as well. And like you said, it improves their emotional literacy as well as their written literacy. Yeah, it's good to see it from the point of view of the bad guys as well, because, well, everybody's the hero in their own story. I'm sure the, the bad guys aren't actually going out there necessarily to be bad yeah. <laughs> they are you know they've got their own reasons Amulius probably thought you know he was doing a a, a good job for the people stealing their money because he, yeah. he could probably look after it better than them yeah yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have time for today folks if you try out any of these ideas or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners please let us know on social media using at teach happily or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy effective and lifelong learning. Tomorrow, Romulus and Remus will help us teach maths. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon. We recorded those discussions way back in last August. Back then, there was no way we could have known Putin's plans to invade Ukraine with his Russian forces this year. In light of Putin's actions, though, this story has become even more relevant. When I told it at a school for their World Book Day celebrations, one young lad of only eight years old said he wished Putin would listen to this story, as it might make him stop and think. And we can't get the story to Putin, nor even to Russia, thanks to the sanctions. But Epic Tales can support the Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee.
We pledge that the profit from every Epic Educators package sold on our website between now and the end of the conflict will be donated to that appeal. For those who pay monthly, that donation will be made every month. And for those who pay annually, a whole year's donation will be made immediately. The same is true for any schools who purchase one or more class packages. Epic Educators packages start from £6 per month. If you can help us support the Ukraine humanitarian appeal in this way, you'll also receive all the resources on our website that we truly believe will enable you to help your young learners navigate the emotions surrounding this conflict, including our full back catalogue of story videos, epic challenges and telling tips. If you're already one of our regular listeners, you'll know just how invaluable storytelling is for improving the emotional literacy of your young learners, as well as the confidence and technical skills they need for their academic success. To join, head to epictales.co.uk slash learning. That link is also in our show notes. Keep listening over the coming weeks to hear how much we've raised, and... Whether you can join us or not, we'll keep the Romulus and Remus story free between now and the end of the conflict, so you can share the story with your children in full. Just go to our website and search for Romulus and Remus. Thank you. And now please enjoy this podcast.